Welcome back, loyal listeners, to another episode of BD Radio. All ten of you, we hope you're out there doing well. <laughs> um, this week's episode is our three top, like most important principles to long-term sustainable change, which would then mean long-term results. So I guess the three most important things for you to achieve long-term sustainable results. I'll butcher it again. I'll butcher it again. <laughs> Damn it. Well, we're just going to roll with it. So, all right, let you give me one more crack at it. These are our three most important factors for long-term sustainable results. Yeah, affecting long-term sustainable results. Tick? Yeah, tick. Well done. That background noise is just the cars as well. We're hiding up the front of the house. This is how we don't wake up Mia. We won't hear her anyway, so she's probably howling back there, but Tip number one, Dan, you wanted to roll with this one? Well, it's not tips as we are just discussing. Ben. Principles, factors. <laughs> so factor number one would be... Pillar, pillar number pillar, one. Pillar, I like it, would be your environment. So Ben and I were just having a chat um, and we were saying that we feel like this one could be broken down into three separate environments for most people. So the first one being your training environment, which we'll then go into... Um, second being your home environment and the third one being your work environment. So the three areas where we spend a lot of time. All of our time. Yeah. All right. So Ben, let's start with the first environment, which we've identified as the training environment. Yeah. So probably the one we'll get into most today, but simply put like the place you train has to kind of align with how you like function and what you want to achieve as a client so just an extreme example would be like if i'm if i'm a 70 year old grandma i'm probably not going to ask the local bodybuilder to train me just as a general rule not that he couldn't do a good job but like you want to kind of really align with your trainer Exactly. So we're talking about your values and your goals. So what's what's important to you yeah. and what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So what's important to you fundamentally has to be also important to your trainer. Otherwise, it's just you're just not probably going to click as well as you could. Yeah, absolutely. Beyond that, it's actually the space. Like, do you enjoy going to the gym to train? Because you're going to spend a lot of time there, it can't be a place that you just absolutely dread like driving to every time if it's a real mission to get yourself to the gym um not that like it's always going to be a little bit hard at the start it's just going to be a little bit outside your comfort zone we're talking like if a couple of months has passed and you're still absolutely hating it then just maybe it isn't for you yeah yeah have a look elsewhere yeah and that's okay too like although we as a gym we try and be really inclusive to everyone there have certainly been people in the past who we just haven't clicked with yeah and that's all right like that's, you can't please everyone exactly and that's life like you're not friends with everybody yeah um so you need it yeah you need to find somewhere where you feel comfortable and are happy and willing to go like your training environment should be positive most of the time yes or every time you drive away it should have been a positive experience. Like yeah. it doesn't always have to be positive while you're doing it. Like you don't have to love your program all the yeah. time. Yeah. But as soon as you get in your car and you're driving home or walking home, 
you should always appreciate what you've done. Yes. Um, just a quick note. So all like all of these pillars that we're going to talk about today, they're less about like the methods of how to achieve results and they're all about ways to get you to be more consistent. So to increase your in, um, adherence to the program, which will then allow you to do it long-term to then see the be, results. Yeah, be able to continue to train. It's not like crash bash, 12 weeks, 20 kgs loss. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about ways where you can make health and fitness a long-term part of your lifestyle. So environment number one, most important, have to click with your trainer, have to like align with the program's goals and your own goals. Factor number two is taking it slow. He skipped ahead, guys. So we'll talk about the other environments as well. So our second environment that we mentioned was our home environment. So we, this often comes up in our progress appointments. Um, you control, well, generally speaking, most of our clients, they are the ones in control of what happens in their household. Okay. Not always. Like some people house share and, you know, there, there are some other factors there. Maybe a few of our husbands beg the differ, but they still have some, <laughs> some element of control into what happens at home. So in terms of the routine that happens at home, the food available at home, that kind of thing. So we often chat to people about not having things um, available to them in the house that they know, um, that they know, like what's Derail them. Yeah. So for example, if I know that a pack of Tim Tams in the fridge will be on your mind all day. Will be day. on my mind all day. And every time I go to the fridge, I want a Tim Tam. Or when you're sitting on the couch, you're just thinking about the Tim Tams. Yeah. Then I won't keep the Tim Tams in my house. Put them in the bin. But there's no need. You know, and that's not to say that you should never eat a Tim Tam. That's to say if you, if you really want a Tim Tam and you were having some visitors over, then you would go to the shops and you would buy that packet of Tim Tams. We're talking about having stuff readily available in your house or not readily available in your house yeah exactly so it's it's a little bit of like self-sabotage in a way i think people do it like oh like i know it's there and if i'm if i'm upset or if i'm you know had a bad day had a bad day it's easy to reach even if i'm really happy yeah yeah we've often had people as well yeah when they're really happy they um reach for a tub of ice cream or a packet of biscuits so it's about controlling that environment like just being accountable it's your environment and you control what's in it what you're also saying is like clients who struggle are clients who are in environments where they have to reply uh they have to rely on their self-discipline a lot so like it's a constant inner struggle of will i won't i will i won't i yeah I ended up, I did, and yeah. now I'm annoyed at myself. Yeah. Whereas just, just take it completely out of your hands. Yeah, remove just the not obstacle, have it. guys. Just don't have it there. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. So the food being a factor. Also, make sure that you have a chat to the people within your household about what you're trying to do. It makes it so much easier if they know what you're trying to do. So for example... If I'm trying to lose five kilos and Ben doesn't know that and every Friday night we have ice cream after dinner, 
you know, if that's something I'm wanting to change, but I don't want to upset his, I don't want to upset him. I don't want to hurt his feelings because that's something we do together. Are you losing the five kgs or you want me to lose the five (laughs) kgs? Um, You know, because that's something we do together. Like this is, this comes up quite often as well. You'd be surprised. Um, If he knew that I wanted to lose five kilos, he doesn't want to sit there and eat ice cream with me. I wouldn't have it. It, Yeah, it'd be like a team effort. Yeah. Or, Or we'd swap from the Ben and Jerry's to like a lower calorie option. You know, like just a more, I guess, a, a more optimized option than, you know, the most glutton one yeah. there is out there really. Yeah. I just think the more, the more the people know about you, and this isn't saying that you need to tell everyone what you, what you're trying to achieve. And no, I th- you don't I th- have to post it on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but if you do tell the people that are close to you and the people that you spend a lot of time with, so the people in these environments we're talking about, it will help you a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think um, people don't want to sort of, like, they don't want to be an added stress. Like, there's already a lot on, you know, in our lives we're pretty busy all the time. So I guess to then oh, I don't want to eat that anymore. It's like you don't want to be seen as a bit of a burden. Yeah. But um, I think in actual fact, a lot of a lot of people are almost waiting for someone to, I guess, be brave enough to take the leap. And this comes up a lot in our last environment, the workplace, where it's like, oh, yeah, me too, I'll do it with you. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, I'll jump on board. And we often talk about that a lot is like recruiting your partner yeah yeah i I don't know too many people who are like oh yeah i'm good i don't need to be any healthier like i think you'll find that a lot of people will be like oh yeah i'll go for a walk after dinner or this and that and i was about to say even for us that's something that we've started doing um a lot more like we'll be like we'll notice oh you haven't gone for a walk today like you know you, you, you take me into the shops and you know i'll do the school run like really supporting one another like even though it's something so small like it's really important to us that we are quite active every day because it makes us feel better oh we notice the difference for sure yeah so then now moving into our work environment the exact same thing so those people that are close to you so if you've got a co-worker who i used to have louise shout out to you um (laughs) that you're extremely close with you know try and get them on board like let them know what's going on with you as well you know go for a walk at lunchtime that's awesome most people you know like oh it's so hard to get away from the desk well if you actually plan to do something in in that time yeah it's small stuff someone else yeah and this is um this will tie in with um the pillar number two but it's it's like accrue your time over the morning so if you catch the train to work maybe you jump off the two stations early walk 20 minute walk at lunchtime like often a lot of people think that it's giant sweeping changes that need to happen but in actual fact it's just breaking down your day and just improving by five percent across your nutrition movement training and that's where you get the big results yeah so same thing, you know, if you go for a cup of tea with that person every time, they know not to offer you a chocolate bar in the tea room because they know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Like just little things like that. That's going to make a really big difference. Mm, absolutely. Okay, now you can move on to now the Now I can pillar. go to number two. So 
Pillar number two, and this is, I think the more that we've coached people, the more we have realized how important this is. And it's also what people don't want to hear because especially new clients can be in a bit of a rush Yep, and that's okay. But I think that in order to make the results last this time, and I say this time is because we aren't normally someone's first port of call. Um, typically new clients who come to us have tried in the past and maybe been a little bit successful or not really like it completely depends, but you really do have to take it slow. Um, the people I think in the most amount of like in the most amount of a rush are the ones with a weight loss goal. Most typically, I think everyone appreciates that it does take a while to get strong. Um, but the same doesn't really go for weight loss. Yeah. So just to give you a bit of an example, if we get someone who comes in, let's say on our 28-day program, literally the only changes I will get them to make to their lifestyle is if they haven't got any recent training experience, then they train three times a week. That's number one. And then we might think about eating breakfast. And that is it. That is it. So I think what people expect is when they come in is that they're going to train five times a day and we're going to give them the most cookie cutter of all meal plants. It just, it does not work. Well, it does work. Yeah, but under the context of long-term sustainable results, it does not work. It does not work. Short term, yes, you will lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. But unless you're planning to continue to do that for the rest of your life. Yeah, unless you want to go around and round and round. Yeah, so that's when you hear people talk about yo-yo dieting. Oh, I lost 20 kilos. It was fantastic. I did this. I know it works. Oh, how much have you, um, how much have you put back on? 20 kilos. I think we've spoken about this before, but we often talk to each other and we say that like a six-year transformation photo to us is more impressive than a six-week transformation photo. Like, that shows just, like, pure change. Yeah, just going back to that. Life change. Yeah. I lost 20 kilos and I know this works. People often come to us and tell us what they're going to do and I know this works and I know this works. I know for me I need to eat low-carb. Yeah, like, that's very common for people to come in and tell us they know what works. And there's nothing wrong with that either. There is nothing wrong with that. However, they're in the exact same situation they were in initially. Yep, at the start. Yeah. Literally the first time you ever came into the gym, yeah. which could have been years ago. Yeah, so it really is, like, that's not sustainable. No. And, yeah, but part, a big part of what we do is to educate, and we do want and, like, because we are invested in people that walk through our doors. Like, yeah. like I care. Like, I want them to achieve what they want to achieve. We also want them to have a positive experience with us. You yeah. Know, we, we never want them to walk away saying that, oh, that gym wasn't very good or this and that. You know, so it's important to us that you ultimately achieve your goals. But it's also important for us as coaches to temper your expectations a little bit at the start and just say, listen, we're not going to get a six pack in three weeks um for most of our clients like they start with that weight loss goal and the more they train with us the less important it it actually 
becomes. It becomes more about feeling good, um, being more productive at work, having more energy to play with the kids. Yeah, but and then they... that loss is a side effect yeah. of that. Yeah, of being more active, eating a little bit better, sleeping more, training well, and being in positive environments. Yes. So they enjoy coming to us, and then like so many of our clients now are friends. Like they all catch up outside of the gym, so that environment has expanded. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. And you feed off the people around you as well yeah yeah like if you think that you're gonna be motivated to train every time i mean we talk about this a lot we're trainers and sometimes we're just like oh my god i cannot be bothered today and i do some squats and a bit of this and then we get out of the the gym but it's like having that person to train with or that crew who you always work out with at 9 30 then you know mm. it if you're not that keen to do lunges, you might be keen for a chat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we've got lots of people who are just like, oh, I just need to get out of the house and in yeah. they come and, you know, I guess the secondary to the chat is the session and then it's just a win for all parties. Yeah, so that was pillar number two about taking it slow. Do you have anything else to add to that one? Um, Not necessarily. I think some people when they can be like when we talk through what they need to change it can almost be a little bit of a letdown because it's not like it's not something they've never heard before but you know so let's say i'll drink more water we're going to aim for this many liters or whatever and we're going to start to try and go to bed a little bit early it's almost like it i guess because it's so simple it can lose a bit of the gloss of like, oh, this time yeah, might be a like little bit different. Pill. Yeah, yeah. The magic pill, yeah. Or the like whiz-bang smoothie recipe yeah, with this yeah. and that that, you know, that's yeah. how Jennifer Lopez loses 10 kgs in two weeks. You know, like yeah. it's not, it's often not about that. Like our role as coaches, we find it's more about providing accountability and support rather than crazy new meals and macronutrient ratios and calories this and calories that so i think we just like the more we can get our clients to trust in the process and it's a bit of a balancing act as well of like they need to take it slow but also for the psychology and motivation it's important that they do see some results relatively quickly i don't yeah i think Rather than just to know it's working, rather than like, oh god, this is painful. I don't think you have to see it in a way of results. Like, I think you, you can get that satisfaction from a lot of things that we can't measure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not just, the, you know, talking about the scales here. I'm also, yeah, um, you know, how you feel this yeah. and that as yeah. well is what I mean by some oh, kind of results. Yeah. And what what you said to we were talking about yesterday at brunch. Um, also celebrating the wins. So although it is a slow process, okay, from start to end big result, there are so many wins along the way. Mm -hmm. And you really do need to sit down and reflect and recognize all the things you have done well. The wins are often internal as well. Like it's what you realize about yourself and it's like, oh, I never... I never knew I could be that consistent at something. I never knew I was the person to wake up at 5 a.m. every day to go to the gym. I never knew, 
you know, I went for a run the other day and I've never done five kilometers before. Yeah. Like it's small stuff like that. It's not always about a number on a scale. In fact, in my opinion, it's never about the number on the scale, but it's stuff that increases your, like your own self-confidence, your own self-esteem, your belief in yourself that you can accomplish tasks that's the stuff that I'm talking about where you can notice improvements. Yeah. Oh, that workout was really hard. I didn't think I'd be able to get through it, but I'm happy I did. Yeah. Next time something like that it comes up, you just power through it. Yeah. Because you know you've got it. Yeah. Can I just – I had two people this morning um, at a 6 a.m. session. In the car park. In the pouring rain. Freezing. When I first met these two ladies, they – like fitness was not a big part of their lives. Especially for one of them. Like it was just, I was standing there this morning going like, wow, like that's incredible. And now it's a non-negotiable. It's a like, pillar of their lives. It's a really. pillar, yeah. It's really important. So yeah, and that's pretty incredible. Like that, mm. that made me really happy. They're also the people who our clients say to us like, oh, she's a machine or mm. she's so consistent or... I know they that. think she was like born and, like that. Yeah, and then when we tell people like, oh, you know, so one of them, like we thought we were never going to see her again after a trial was like, well, that was it. Off she goes. And when we tell people that, they're shocked. They are. They're like, no way. Like she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you don't always love it. Like exercise can be so confronting and hard yep. when you're not used to to it at the start it can yep. be absolutely brutal like you're out of breath you're like oh my god i think i'm gonna die yeah now it's like oh, i can't wait to do these burpees and running <laughs> in the rain in, having a great time <laughs> yeah all right on to our last one ben our final pillar our final pillar and this is... can be a little bit confronting for people we feel this one yeah i haven't worded this great on here so, so i'm gonna try and word it well now so i think it's like it's embracing the identity change that people can often have a bit of trouble with when they start at the gym. So let me just use like a really polarizing example, I guess. So if you are known amongst your friends as maybe a bit of a party animal, loose, this and that, loves a beer, loves a wine out every weekend, life of the party, that sort of activity is not always optimal for seeing fitness results so and it doesn't mean that you need to completely cut it out it doesn't mean you need to stay home every weekend and never drink alcohol yeah that's right but what it does mean is that like the way you view yourself and the way other people view you may change a bit and i think sometimes that can be a little bit confronting for people is like oh well if you know, I'd like, uh, so if your family all the time has big cookups and this and that, and Nonna makes a pasta for Nor and you know, like Love there's pasta. just food all the time, like all of a sudden, if you're concerned, oh my that, goodness, that... we can use me as an example. This is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on, let me finish. <laughs> Always cutting me off, but like if that's something that's important to your family and your lifestyle like people can often feel a little bit conflicted as like i'm doing this but it's not lining up with what i'm trying to achieve 
and you know she's waving her hands around like he wants to talk but it is a good example (laughs) yes so i'll let you go so this actually has happened to me so i grew up um on a mediterranean diet (laughs) i ate a lot a lot of pasta food was a huge part of life um and it still is everyone that knows me knows i love some food um but a few years ago i decided that i would give the paleo diet a a go so when you say a go, you did it solid for two years. I, I it's, did. It's I did not what it for... normally people believe. Yeah, I'm doing it for 21 days. Like that was a solid go. Yeah. So, so I, as like my environment, I had to tell, like I had to tell my mum, and I, I'm like, look, I'm not actually going to eat pasta anymore. <laughs> and um, the look on her face was after quite she recovered priceless. off after a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she initially struggled with that. This is actually hilarious because I remember yeah, you telling me and I couldn't to, stop. She used I couldn't to try and like hide little pastinas in my soup. Like sneaking and... it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I stuck at it and I stood st- strong. Like but for someone else, um, that could have been like, oh, I don't want to upset my mum. But I just yeah. kept explaining to my mum, look, mum, this is really important to me. I just want to give this a go. And this sort of comes all the way back around to environment as well is that home environment if you've got a partner who loves to cook and they cook super rich food all the time like high fat lots of butter this and that and like it it can be really hard to tell someone because often you just don't want to hurt their feelings yeah you don't want to upset people listen i love your food yeah but yeah. Like it's, just, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight yeah. at the moment. I'm trying You're to get a bit healthier. I can't be eating these 1500 calorie, you know, like lasagnas three times a week. Like this is brutal. Yeah. And it's, um, I think like it takes a certain amount of self-confidence to be able to see that through yeah. and to be able to say, you know, like, no, this is what I want and this is what is going to have to change for me to get there. Yeah. And what do we say? Like we see people's self-confidence grow so much from the time we meet them. I feel like training plays a really, really big part in that for so many people. And that's something that no one has ever come to me and said, you know, that that's one of their goals, that they want to be more confident. At at its core, it's about being comfortable, uncomfortable, or, or trying to be more comfortable when you're stressing your body trying to get it to change you know like that's basically what it is so and it's, it's like it's taking that mind you know it's taking that mindset and that action from the gym and applying it to other parts of your life that can be like really crucial in that long-term like sustainable results realm which is what we're after yeah exactly so it really is um yeah if you are confident in what you're trying to achieve and confident in the way you are going to get it done, then you will feel confident expressing that yeah. to other people. And if you can stay strong in the face of a little bit of peer pressure, because there will be yeah. for oh, sure, absolutely. there will be a little bit of peer That's, pressure. It's huge. It still is for us. Like I yeah, think yeah. how often like we go see people and they're like, why aren't you eating that? Have a drink. It's like, oh, I actually don't want to drink. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Like, if, if, if I did, I, I'd have one. Yeah. But I think it's also, like, people are surprised that we don't enjoy it that much. And it's like, well, don't expect you to enjoy sitting on an airdyne either, yeah. whereas we quite enjoy that. So, I mean, it's just horses for courses, really. Yeah. But there's, like, 
there will be a bunch of obstacles that are overcome a little bit easier if you're really quite steadfast in what you want to achieve and you're quite like you don't have to shout it from the rooftops there's nothing more annoying but Mm. like if you are confident and you tell people what they need to know then it'll be made a lot easier like it's a lot it's a lot harder if you just put the like the walls up and just try and basically like just have a crack alone it's a lot harder yeah so just having a recap so we've got our three pillars the first one being environment which we broke down into the three areas being our training environment our home environment and our work environment so we're looking to make all of those environments just a little bit better as positive as not 10 out of 10 but if one of them like if you know that one of them lets you down like so if you give all of them a score out of 10 and one of them's a three and you'd be like all right i'm just gonna next month i'm aiming for a five and how that looks is you know what methods you use or that sort of stuff and that's more the tactics i guess but it's about just like slowly improving everything yeah and that comes to our pillar number two which is taking it slow Mm -hmm. but celebrating our wins along the way yes absolutely and then it's just like the longer you do it the more momentum you build and you start to just like snowball and just get a little bit more like you know stronger 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 and then away you go yeah and finally our last one is embracing the lifestyle identity change and we spoke um about confidence being the key for that one yeah and it's how you view yourself like i'm a person who prioritizes health and that's what i do or you know i'm a person who loves a good time and you know like it's it doesn't have to be sweeping it just has to be i guess calculated and you know again with the and aligned aligned with your end goal because the people that don't achieve the end goal is when that doesn't align so like short-term crash dieting aligns short-term so but when we're talking sustainable yeah we need to make changes that are going to last forever yeah so much of this is based around your expectations as well like if you come to us and you're like yeah i know it won't happen overnight but i'm here for the long haul like that is music to our ears absolutely and we're like yes this person's gonna be great like you (laughs) and you know sometimes after our first 45 minute appointment with a client like we know that they are going to do really well just because of what they've said yeah and you know it can and it's not like you know other times we're like oh this is you know this might be tough but like everyone is everyone has their own starting point everyone has a different set of challenges and you know like as long as you start then you can basically overcome anything yes i was about to say as long as you start um then you're winning you're in the game yeah yeah absolutely what what was that uh quote i saw the other day the only the only time you ever lose is when you quit is when you quit yeah Yeah. everything else is just a part of the journey yeah exactly i think i said that on last week's podcast oh did you yeah I'm full of these I do wicked listen. pearls. I do, I do listen to you sometimes. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> All right, that's it for today, guys. We will see you next week. I think we've got a special guest on next week. Ooh. We'll confirm. Exciting. All right, bye. Bye.